Teacher, what star is that? Peace to the planet Earth. You know what it is. Adisa Banjoko live and direct in the building. And you know, what did I tell you, blood? I told you every year we doing this this Thanksgiving Sucks show, right? And uh, it's called Thanksgiving Sucks because it sucks, blood. Like, you got to be around that auntie you can't stand. You know, when your cousin be coming through and he acts like it's cool, but he's really just being a hater on the under. And then you got, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, whatever issues with your parents because there's always an issue. Right, so Thanksgiving sucks. You got to go through all of that for a piece of turkey. You got to go through all of that. You know what I'm saying? Just to get some damn stuffing on a plate, man. Man. And some and some and some mac and cheese or something. Really? It seems like a lot these days. That's all that I'm saying. So, uh, on a serious note, you know, uh, we love Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? We just know that, you know, you got to go through a lot to get through it. And as always, we got to do our annual state of the hood address with the one and the only Uncle Damien. Yeah. My people, my people, my beautiful people. He's back, player. You that was know what an I'm amazing saying? introduction, man. I appreciate that. You like that? You know I, what I'm saying? I don't think I'm ever have one like that ever again. It's all right. I got more for you, I don't man. Know, man. I've been working you know. on these. You know what I'm saying? I've been working <laughs> You're a on master these. at it. Well, thank you for coming back to Bishop Chronicles. It's man, been too long. My pleasure. We both apologize to all of y'all because you know people told me they're like, "Yo, man, that Damien show, Uncle Damien was really dope." My bad. You know what I'm saying? It's just us, man. We we be missing each other. We actually kick it on the low once in a while, but we don't do shows. That's your boy. That's your boy thing. been busy. I've been you know busy, active out there. If you've been following me on social media, Uncle Damien speaks. Once a monster, now mentor. The number one NCE. Yeah. Underscore monster, now mentor. I've been active, man. Yeah, man. My you bad. know, I just seen. Uh, Footage, footage of our guy right here, Uncle Damien, hanging out with uh, Capper Nizzle oh, and, Cap, and some Cap. of the UP crew. Shout out Most to, uh, you know, saying United players. Shout Big out to Kaepernick. Tell me about what you were shout doing with the, Rudy. you know, young Cap Big player. Big shout out to Cap. Um, so, yeah, if you know me, you know my story. I was with United players for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know United players. It's a violent prevention organization in San Francisco that does amazing work with young, young people. Yeah, they stopped a lot there, of gang-related stuff that I saw South when I was market. working at John O'Connell. Yeah, It's yep. a real org. Shout out yep. to Rudy. Back Ooh. in the day, you know. And uh, so when Cabot did his million-dollar pledge, he actually donated 10 Banzers to United Players. And then uh, Steph matched it. And then Jalen Brown, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. matched it. And, you know, and it was through the work we were doing. I like to think I had a big part in it. Because yeah, no at doubt, that no time, doubt. I was, you know, I was very active, very super active, very visual, as they say. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I was out there. So, He's visual you know. right now. You can't really see his 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 outfit, man. <laughs> right. But he looks fresh. Man, it's my daughter's birthday today. Happy uh, birthday, Sierra. Happy birthday to the daughter. Man, Princess Sierra. <laughs> Big 20. I got a birthday cake that said, congrats on not being a teen mom. 
<laughs> that's How about she, that? That's what she wanted. She made it through. You know what I'm saying? Know. A lot of parents are listening to this pissed off right now. Don't be. Oh, they know what's up. <laughs> they know what's up. They happy they did it, but then a lot of them at the time, like, Psh. come on. You know, yeah. having kids when you're uh, when you're a young teenager is hard. We can talk about hard. that today. You know, I'm Uncle Damien. That's what I'm. I'm all about. You know, the youth and. That's part of the problems. I don't want. I don't know if we jump right into just it. Just jump but, into a play. But I'm just show, saying, show. though, you, you know, just, that's, you just, it's the state of the hood. That's part of the part of the issues. That's part of the state of the hood problems, man. It's baby having babies, man. Mm. These kids. I know it look cute, and you know we get the baby fever when it ain't tea or our friend having a baby. You know, everybody's situation ain't the same. Your friend might be having a baby and cool with it, and the baby cute and got all the gear, but their family support is a whole lot bigger. Their understanding their own life is better. Their relationship with their baby father might be better and then you might be trying to have a baby trying to be cute to keep it with your friend and get stuck on your own mm-hmm. and then it's bad for the kids man it'd be bad for the kids oh my god like you know i love my mom she's uh you know the reason why i'm sitting here today i always have respect and love for her but she was 16 right when she had me man and you know uh, I, I she had some. I think she thought she had more family support than she actually had. Boy, don't let that one catch you off guard because that happens a lot, blood. man. You know what they I'm be saying? like, "Girl, we got your back." You know, right. this takes a village, girl. <laughs> and then when your ass is out of diapers, man, where your baby daddy? Yeah, at? Well, why you, you know why your tramp ass ain't got diapers for this baby? You knew what you was doing when you was getting pregnant. Like, oh man, it didn't get bad. And you know who suffers the most? The baby. Kids, man. For sure, man. And then she resent the baby, right? And then the baby look like the daddy, so the son's getting slapped all the time. You all know what I'm time. saying? For real. This is like real stuff, man. Like, uh, uh, you know, one of the main reasons we do this during Thanksgiving is to talk about the incarcerated youth. It's to in- talk about and remember incarcerated adults during the holidays. This is a big deal, and it's a very serious thing. And so one of the things that I remember is a is a is a is a young man that I worked with in a juvenile hall um over there in Oakland, uh San Leandro, you know, in the hills, right? And 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 he told me a really interesting story. So this kid was explaining to me that when he was like four years old, um his his father was a dope dealer and um his his mother uh was a dope user and so he went straight into the system at like four. And so at a certain point, I think he kind of just got off the grid, out the thing and was, you know what I mean? Just surviving literally on his own. Right. At like five, six years old. And then eventually his father is never getting out. Mother gets out. He was in juvie when she got out. He gets out, goes to live with his mother. And he said that she's trying to talk to him like a mother should, except the reality is that he didn't ra- she didn't raise him. Right. And he was like, you know, she's with this guy who who beats on her. So he steps up trying to be the son, right? Like, hey, you know, leave my mom's alone. And then what does she do? Defends the man. Defends the man. Oh, yeah. Right? I've seen, I've seen and that then he's lot. like, but I'm your son trying to keep, you know what I'm saying? And then he got caught up in something and got thrown in the clink. And these are the nameless and faceless. These are the 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 lost children of America that exist in the millions. He's one kid I came across. And people be wondering, man, because it'd be like, I love all my youth. Of course. You know, if you could hear my voice, man, you know, I usually say this at the end, you know, but if you could hear my voice, man, and you're a youngster, 25 or younger, uh, mostly, you know, African-American, because I'm a brother, 
but anybody, you know, Latino, Asian. Love everybody, know, but humanity, know, bro. Poor white, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, nowadays, if you're poor white, you might as well be black. That's how the yeah. rich white folks feel about you. you know I don't know saying? if y'all knew that, white folk. Yeah, they don't really love you, dog. <laughs> but rich white folk don't like poor white folk. You know anyway, that's a whole nother. That's, that's another whole nother chronicles. Hype, you know what I mean? But you be seeing them out there, man. You see the young... I call them the young goonies, man, the young savages, man, who be out there, man, and they be looking lost, and you be, it be hard to understand them, man, they're dealing with a lot of trauma, a lot of mental health issues, you know, and they be like, hair twisted, half dirty, half confused, uh, they don't want to do nothing but smoke, and pretend like they're getting money, because it's not really getting money, man, what you're doing, the little... A little bipping, breaking ins, a little robins, a little hustling. Some that's phones. Not, that's not really just some phones. That's not really hustling, trying to get some money. Because if you were really trying to get some money, if the bag chase was really the goal, there's some whole nother ways to go about getting it and getting it for real. Like big bags. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the the whole goal. We didn't got caught up. Things didn't got uh, uh, yeah, what we call getting the bag system. ain't even really getting the bag, blood. Right, That's what nah. you're really speaking on, blood. Like what a lot of us call getting the bag is not the right, bag. Nah, you, it's actually you, chump you get, change. You're getting a satchel. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a coin purse. You know what I mean? And I'm, you know, get I'm the coin purse, God. Right, and, and I ain't talking smack because I ain't, I ain't bred it out like that, like I used to be. We just not, saying it's not how it I looks, thought. but it's a lot of illusory uh, right. activities out there, boy. Right, man. Because you know, if you can't, I, you know, I, I look at it. You know, because I'm a little bit more seasoned, man, and I see things bigger now. That's why I'm the OG. We the OGs, and we try to show them, like, the real, real life. Like, you know, if your bag chase can't produce you helping your mom or your grandmother get a surgery that they need fully paid for, then it's like, you it's know. It's not really the bag. It's not really the bag. You really, like throwing your life away chasing crumbs you know what I mean and and, and we fight against it and that's what I've been seeing lately which makes me so sad we fighting against the truth we fighting against what we know is real like somebody tell you something and you know it's the truth and you know what you're doing is not right and it's not even going to equate to anything and you know that bro you know that bro you feel what I'm saying and but, you still walk the walk you still bro. walk you that walk you don't you change st- your direction you're mentally lazy you physically lazy no and, discipline bro. right you're just exhausted for no reason like these kids be so lazy bro it's no reason why you're 18 19 20 years old 25 and younger and you're tired all the time hey blood let like, me tell you like you can't do like you know what I'm saying like hey, it's blood. crazy man hey blood <laughs> let me tell you how unfit these young fools are blood right. Hey, blood, this is a true story, blood. Oh, hey, hey, any any of you fools used to go to the O'Connell, you know this is a true story. <laughs> so a few years ago, I was out, you know, I used to do security at John O'Connell High School, right? Right, right there on the edge of the mission, you know what I mean? 19th and Folsom. Shout out to G, Mama Bev, Leo, you know what I'm saying? What's up, Imani? Blah, you know what I'm saying? Whole squad. Anyway, blood. So one day some dudes was 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 dangling out by the edge of the fence, and they should have been in class. And so I walked over there, and they were shooting hoops, but I didn't really want to bother them, you know what I mean? So I was, like, just walking over, and I'm like, all right, let me just see what's up with these dudes. And the dude shoots a basketball, and it bounces, and it rolls past me. I grab the ball, and I roll it back to him, and I'm like, cool shot. And he goes, you don't know nothing about this game, old man. <laughs> all right. I said, <laughs> 
you're out of your mind. First of all, I will swat you and anybody you think is hard. So why don't you choose one of your weak-ass homeboys right now, and we're going to play a game. And he was like, oh, my God, right? Like, I was like, for real, pick one of your weak-ass homeboys right now. I cannot tell that story because... Uh <laughs> Y'all see me playing basketball with the X's on my Instagram, you know. <laughs> that was, that I was am, hella funny. I am phony. <laughs> yeah, he was not fresh. Right. He was not fresh. But at least we're standing in our truth today. Right, right, right. right. So I look over. There's a guy who's like, a, a, he works with the special ed kids. This dude has black and white hair, Chinese, <laughs> about like 5'11". You know what I'm saying? I'm like 6'3". You know what I mean? So I'm like... I walk over to him and he's sitting with one of his special ed kids. And I said, hey, 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 what's up, bro? He's like, hey, what's up? I said, my name's Adisa. Do you know how to play basketball? <laughs> he, said, he said, yeah, I know how to play basketball. I said, these short dudes over here was talking crazy. So we're going to play him a game to 11. We got to win. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So I walk over. I said, me and my boy, what's your name? <laughs> my name's Ed. Me and Ed are about to beat all y'all young asses. What's up? And, and he was like, what are we going to play to? I said, we're going to play it to 11s by 1s, blood, and y'all are going to get destroyed. Do you know <laughs> they scored two points? Right. And we scored 11, and they were horrible. I was swatting these fools with so much authority. <laughs> I was like, bah! And I told them, because I, I can't make baskets, right? right? But I can play defense. Right. So I told them, I said, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to swat them, or I'm going to get the re. When I get the re, I'm going to feed it out to you, and you make the point. If you miss, my only job is to get the, the re. Rebound, and right, I said, right. and this is how we're going to do it, okay? He's <laughs> like, okay. Blood. We was disrespecting these fools. Like, ah! Right? So, like. He just left his special ed kids. <laughs> yeah, his kid was watching. He was like, yo, you're going to watch, bro. You're going to learn right. something today. Have a seat. You're going to learn how basketball works. Right. So, we finished, and I was like, that's right, boy, you know, blah, blah. They were hella tired. Yeah. And I was like, blood, listen to me. I'm 42 years old. This is unacceptable. Right. I was like, there's no reason. I said, if my dad played me when I was in high school, he would have had a stroke on right. the court. <laughs> on the court, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Destroyed but him. we over here punking you, dog. Right. Y'all got to step your game up. And then I turned to the Chinese dude. He was like... I can't believe we won. <laughs> no, that's These real. kids be looking would, like people's moms and dads, blood. Right. I I have the enthusiasm if if I once I get back on my 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 uh bishop <laughs> workout, then I'll be back right. But I can't beat them because I'll be tired because I'm fat. But <laughs> but mentally and like ambitionally, I could beat him. <laughs> Back when I was their age, I would have I I whooped me. Because I'm fat. <laughs> I would have been. Back in my day, I would have whooped him because I was in so much Blood, shit. the fitness level. Oh, my God. What the hell is going on? And I'm no, like, I was bruh, 16. I was strong as an ox. Come on. And fast. You couldn't tell me bruh, I was lightning. Boy, right, I wish yeah. you would try to catch me. Right. Right, in 1986, real. you would have got, woo, right. you would have got juked, bro. For real. You know. I, had the, I had the straightaways and the jukes, bro. But see, that goes to you not caring about yourself so much. It's like it's pouring out into everything that's going on. Yeah, you it's really mean? deep, man, because like, even though I'm laughing about disrespecting all y'all youngsters, bro, because y'all hella weak and have these dad bods <laughs> at 13, right? And 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 some of you young ladies out there, and this isn't about body shaming at all. It's just about right. like you should want to be 
fast, explosive, dynamic, and strong because this is the era that you're supposed to be that. You know what I'm saying? Bro, After, I go to these, not to cut you off, I yeah. go to these schools all the time. And the, they're, everyone is failing this one class that we used to look forward to and excel. P.E., bro. P.E. Everybody's like, failing. I used to be like, at least I know I'm going to get a good grade. Your guaranteed A was P.E. That's how you made up for, gonna, that's how I made up for all the math grades I was getting. F's, bro. That's how I made up for all my math grades, bro. This is great. Like, and you know what the hard part is? They don't want to dress out. That's one of the things. They don't want to put on the P.E. clothes. Like, yeah. I used to love it. Maybe because my clothes was... Terrible no, growing you know what up. It is? You know what it is. These kids is way fresher than I was. But but it's de- it, they they say that 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 is the dress thing, but it's also just like they're self conscious about trying. Mm, right. Deep. They don't want to shoot the shot and miss. Oh, you suck, Jesse. Oh man. Right. <laughs> so. So, so like the spirit of PE, like we're going to learn basketball. We're not wow. being Jordan and pro players. We're going to learn how does a bounce pass work, right. right? How does a straight pass work? How does, you know what I mean? What are the positions? They don't, that stuff doesn't happen. Everything's devolved to just like soft, random gaming so that and, there's no conviction anymore. And my young people that are listening and the people that work with the young people that are listening, you got to understand it's not about trying to make you do something physical like all that stuff is a learning process man it teaches your brain some things it teaches your body some things it's very important to your cycle of growth am i right bishop because i mean you know that's how that's how i feel like pe sports sports definitely taught me a little bit of discipline like most the majority of people who get involved in sports end up being disciplined and being successful somewhere in their life because you have to learn those things and like i'm not a big uh promoter of schools and the stuff like that to each his own but i know one thing that schools do do they help teach you systems and help get you prepared to you know some you're gonna have to get up early in the morning sometimes you're gonna have to do some things you have to be some places you're gonna have to deal with some people that you might not like right you know what i mean and that's right and that's life so you got to get what you can out of the schools where in america you know if you don't like this is a great place to learn no matter what you think about america this is one of the best places to learn on the planet yeah anything you want to learn you know what i'm saying and you know um and also, you know, to the credit of the PE teachers across the country, Love PE is not really a supported thing in most schools anymore. Right. So, like, they don't really always have the equipment. They don't always have the, 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 the means to have a kind of program that, that, that the kids deserve. And this is another way that the schools fail our children, right? Because, man, like, like you said, bro, PE was everything for us. It was everything. It was so fun. It was, you know, you can get out your frustrations. You can get out, you know what I'm saying? And it's really sad to see PE, what used to be American PE, descend into what we have now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, because, you know, again, we we, we dealing with, you know, this discussion around incarcerated um, youths and adults. Um, you work at San Francisco Juvie. What has that been like lately? What have you been experiencing? You know, just take us inside and help us see. Well, to be clear, I, I volunteer there. I mean, I guess I kind of do. I work with the youth that um, go through there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a case manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the great uh, organizations, City YCD, Young Community Developers. Um, 
uh, being there, volunteering with Omega Boys Club on Monday nights. We do a boys group, but I'm also there throughout the weeks and through the days visiting youth, tapping in, trying to build morale. And that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lack of you know morale. I'm seeing a lot of going back to what we were talking about, the young mothers. I don't know if a lot of these are young mothers. I'm assuming so. They they, they looked apart, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm seeing a lot of moms bringing their kids in. These are, to school? No. To the to, juvie? To juvenile hall, turning their kids into juvenile hall, like bringing them in for a variety of different reasons, but the majority of one, them being fearful for the young person's life. So wait, got, wait, hold on. Let me make sure that I understand what you mm-hmm. just said. Yeah. So are you telling me <laughs> that women are coming in and bringing their children into like get their kids put into juvie? Get their kids to locked up. To keep them safe? To keep them safe. Oh my God. Cause America, I hope you just heard that. We talking about the state of the hood. This is Damien Posey. This is Uncle Damien. You need Uncle to understand. Damien. You need to follow at Uncle Damien right now. Uncle Damien speaks. Uncle Damien speaks at that's on IG. That's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the Instagram thing. Yeah. But yeah, but that's um uh, a big thing that's going on right now because parents are afraid for the young people. Man, it's a lot of people getting killed on the streets. You know, we probably going to talk about it, but we know, man, that thing that just happened in Orinda. Okay, so tell me what you understand about Arenda, because this is all I knew. It was a party on Halloween night. Hold on, yeah, yeah, let me, let me get to that. Break I'm, this down. This I'm was a, a crazy story. I'm gonna I'm finish. I'm gonna finish saying what I'm saying yeah, yeah. though. Break this uh, down. A lot of young mothers are bringing their kids in because they're afraid for the kids, for mostly boys, of course, the young boys. You know, for them to get killed. Like it'd be little stuff. See, see, this is how it goes when you're. My young people, I need you to listen. If you're not on anything and or, and you're working with some people who are playing with the system, once you get on probation or any form of that, anything the judge tells you is a law. You understand what I'm saying? So it, things become different for you. And this is one thing, like, you know, I'm going to explain on my, my Give Them Game. Unk. We'll talk about that. I'm doing on Thursdays now on my Instagram. But things that n- normally would not affect you affects you now like let's say this and me and you are both kids mm-hmm. and i'm on probation and you're not on probation mm-hmm. and we get into a fight mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they're probably going to cite you and you're going to go home i'm going to jail i'm For going sure. to juvenile or you know okay and that's on a grand scale but when you're in the court and the judge give you your parameters of probation like when the judge says you have to listen to your mom. You have to go to school. You have to be on time. You have to go to these programs. Right, right. Now, normally After that might be that might now normally for you that might be some stuff like you know if somebody tells you that your uncle, your mom or right. dad tell you that it's like whatever you can blow it off. But if I'm on probation and the judge has told me that this is a law now, so if my mom tells me to do something and I don't do it, I technically just broke the law. Yeah, you feel me? When I don't go to school on time, I'm technically breaking the law. Yeah. You I've seen it a hundred times at John O'Connell, man. Probation officers have the right to what's called revoke your probation and bring you into custody if so if if they put it, you know what yeah, I mean? It's weak, so it's like it's weak, but I mean it, it, it it's, the, it it's the system. It's when we put ourselves in a place and you know, I um <laughs> for lack of a better word, I'm a veteran mm. in all of that. I spent all my teen years in juvenile hall on probation. You know, a greater part of my young adulthood on probation, parole, stuff of that nature, in and out of custody. So I know these things for a fact. That's what 
you know, not to be grandiose, but that's what makes me good with helping the young people get on probation because I know the probation system in and out. I know what these probation officers want to see. I know what these judges want to see in here so I can help guide the young people. And, you know, I got a little trickeration with it. I don't want to expose my game too much but you know in me helping these young people achieve those goals and where because in their mind they're thinking like i just got to do this so i can get over and get off but at the same time same token you're gonna learn yep and you're gonna understand what's going on yep you know um so that stuff's been going on with the parents so the parents can like tell the probation officer He's wilding, he's doing this, he's doing that. And if the probation officer believes him, you can they get you something like that. You know, I got, a, really I got a lot man, of mothers who are bringing them in, tricking the kids, like, oh, we're just going to go just see a probation officer. But when we get there, I'm you know, they're telling, in. like, man, he's been wild, he's off the hook, I'm scared for his life. I got one parent who got a kid who took him in because... His little sister had a dream that he got shot and killed. Now, mind you, he's lightweight active, but he's not as bad as other. she she put it on. But, you know, mothers and grandmothers, man, they be scared for these young people. Rightfully not, so, And I man. understand, rightfully so. They're not so, trying to have their kid on a T-shirt. Right. That's a horrible thing. That's still, you know, I wrote in, in my book, Bobby Bruce in the Bronx, I wrote about this whole phenomenon that I saw in the Bay, but it's a national thing, where the kids were like lanyards, and t-shirts of their dead homies, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, on a generational level, it really bothered me at the time. Like, it really bothered me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't recognize the depth of the impact of the violence on their heads and their hearts, Man. you know? And could you just speak a little bit to what these kids are 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 facing on on a trauma level just just observing the murders you know i knew a girl who went to the school that i was at and um she left suddenly and i was like yo like what what happened and they said well you know a couple months ago she was she was on the bus and this kid that was sitting next to her got shot in the head yeah. And, and it messed her up and she just she can't be at school no more most definitely and I was like yo man she was such a cool girl bro and, and it's like this is what happens to our kids and we're not really acknowledging like when we talk about post-traumatic stress disorder we like to talk about you know the adults who come back from Iraq we like to talk about the adults who come back from Kandahar but if you have a kid in San Francisco in Oakland in Los Angeles in Detroit in Chicago these you might as well be saying Beirut Kandahar, Definitely. You, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. You might as well be Almost. saying like the outskirts of Yemen or whatever because it's equal war zone activity and these kids are harmed, man. Can you talk about Dramatically. that? Dramatically. Yeah, so and let me and let me say um, to clarify that young boy whose mother brought him in and one I'm speaking about specifically that's been weighing heavy on my heart. It's hard for me because he's from my hood too. Mm -hmm. You know, his dad was murdered, mm -hmm. you know, uh, two years ago and you know around the anniversary started acting up and nobody really they were saying it but they didn't really equate it to it because he's a young boy he's like you know looking at him you know you would think you know he looks strong and promising mm. but you never know how fragile the mind is mm. and, I was, and I talked about that because I, uh, I 
taught two workshops on staying alive at the Black uh, Student Union Summit recently, and I was a keynote. Yeah, man, I heard I you tore that down, speaker. man. People was telling blessing. me inside the uh, yes, SFUSD, yes, sir. San Francisco Unified School District, for those that are unawares, <laughs> right. that it was really dope, man. Right, it was a blessing, man. It was a blessing. I got a And so what was it you were speaking at again? Repeat that, bro. At the, uh, uh, the 10th Annual Black Student Union Summit. So yeah, all the yeah, all yeah. all the black student unions in San Francisco, all the high schools were yeah. there, and all the kids That's that participated in that. So break it down. I don't want to interrupt you. I was just stuff happy of that for nature. You. So um, his, you know, his his dad had just got killed. So he he kind of started acting up around there, and you know, and I, and I spoke with him too, and he was just like, man, there's just so much going on in my head, and I don't know, and he's getting the. Um, the wrong diagnosis on stuff they're giving him the wrong type of therapy mm, some of these you know meds what I mean? be All tweaking kind of them out bro right sometimes on top of whatever right. they may be taking on the street right, anyway they definitely. may be taking Percocets maybe right. taking coding syrup maybe but he's you know a young he's a young factor in the streets in the hood so that's that's the crazy part about it because he's a young leader in the streets and mm -hmm. he's struggling so you can just imagine where he's leading people and the people that would follow behind him how more yeah. you know traumatized they must be Right, you know what I mean. So it's a lot of that going on, and people are not understanding that. How, you know, like you just was asking me, you know, my whole right arm is tatted and my back is tatted with RIPs. Mm. You know, uh, that's a whole different type of trauma and effect, and it's so to to help people realize it. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who listen to this podcast have lost somebody yeah. and may have been to gun violence, may have been violent, may have not been. But when you understand that pain, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and, and that gut-wrenching feeling and hearing mama screaming when they're kids, like those are the things that haunt me. You know, hearing those mothers screaming and the look on those dads' faces because, you know, as men, um, you know, innately, we feel like it's up to us to protect our children. Of course. You know, uh, especially, you know, real daddies, man. And when you lose your child, man, it hurts and it feels like, you know, you didn't do your job right. Yeah. You know, no, even though that might not be the case, you might be an excellent yeah. father, you know what I mean? But for the youth who are already dealing with enough just by being young, black, brown, or, you know, people in... America and a society that's already telling them through so many different ways that they're not enough to add something else onto that plate that's you can't bring that back. It's unlike, you know what I mean? When somebody dies or gets killed, that's why these beasts become perpetual. That's why these hoods are beefing over stuff that happened years and years ago. These kids are fighting wars that don't even really have directly nothing to do like with the first them. people was killed in the you know late 80s, bro. Stuff of that nature. Like, you was a kid. You wasn't even born, and you're keeping this going, and, yeah. you know, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that comes into it. So it's like it just adds to their painting and gives them an opportunity to release to a certain degree because you know anybody that's ever been to a firing range you ain't got to be on the streets shooting no guns but if you've been to a firing range i don't know what it is about guns and that power and you know stuff of that nature you know pulling that trigger them endorphins you know and young people and young men recognize that and it's a rush so you know, if I can get that and I can, like, avenge my homie and I can be down for the hood. There's so many different things mixed in yep. it. A lot of lies, a lot of personal truths, a lot of 
trauma. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, because he, because you know, from experience, I can't speak on it too much. You know, because there's no statute of limitations on certain things. You know, but even after you quote unquote get payback or whatever, like that feeling doesn't leave. Yeah. But you think it will. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I knew a you guy who, uh, who, who, uh, who, who killed somebody one time, and he he never mm-hmm. got caught. Right. But but he killed himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. I he heard that story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that that's deep, because those things, those demons come to you, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. It ain't no joke. We're not really built for this. You like know? everybody thinks that they be acting on the street like they got guns and they built for mm-hmm. killing and all that. Y'all not really built for that, man. Like y'all y'all highest expression of life. Very few people. Their highest expression of life is in their prowess in killing other people. That's yes. a very small number. Yeah. And so a lot of us, because of the media, because of the movies, everything from right. The Godfather to Peyton Full to right. Colors to Boys in the Hood, like it can give you a false and, idea and even of what it, it means to take a life, man. And you're not really built for it. And that's not to say that you're weak. What I'm saying is you're probably built to be a mathematician. One of the best mm. kids I knew last year was a genius in math. But he didn't really have a family structure. And he had a lot of, and I'm not trying to clown right now, I'm just telling you what it was. He had a lot of women who were enabling his weakness around him. And he didn't have another black man who knew mathematics to help show him what mathematics can do. And he, you know, I hope he's doing good. But last time I saw him, he was not doing good, bro. And I'm like, wow. I told him, I said, 4,000 years ago, you'd be building pyramids with this mind. You know what I'm saying? Like someone would have pulled you in and been like, we need you to help finish the Great Pyramid. Because you have a mind like that. But you ain't got no discipline. You ain't nobody to help you. you And you got to get to a certain level because, you know, just from me having knowledge of the world, I know they got like schools like MIT mm-hmm. and like the government they mm-hmm. scout for people like that yeah he's got one of those like, lines you know like I'm, I'm not kidding like, let me pull him in you be in one of them think tanks but he's over here running under. around trying to like box people in the street and all this stuff I'm like bro you right. fixing to get mopped bro like plus he be trying to do dice games and I'm like bro this is how Waste. everybody gets clapped man what is wrong with you bro but this is a rite of passage man like you know what I'm saying like there's hella people I know who were brilliant you know what I'm saying like my boy Zelly back in the day, he was he was so brilliant, but but he really didn't have any structure. Right. And people, you know, he kept getting locked up or he'd be in the streets crazy and one day somebody he was sitting next to somebody that had a hit on him and then they both got killed. He didn't. So he let me hit. tell you my understanding about this horrendous situation, right? Break it down. Real quick. Um of course, you know, do your own research. But through my understanding and through the young people who, you know, I'm tapped in with in the streets, which is a vast majority, you know, um, it was a terrible situation, you know, that started off good. It was a young girl's 18 year old Mm, birthday party, birthday party party out there, Halloween and Rinda. You know, we think like so to put it in perspective, you know, San Francisco is the main city or Rinda is another city that's about 30 minutes out. Uh, more of a quiet town, predominantly Caucasian. You and it's it's, I mean? it's kind of highbrow. It's kind of right. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Palo Alto. Right, Palo Alto. Not East Palo Alto. The Hamptons. It's like Palo something Alto. Like that. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's where some rich folks be at. You know, stuff of that nature. They had Airbnb, um, a mansion, and um, it was cool for a minute until it wasn't cool. Some of the mistakes that 
um, I hear about was they tried to govern themselves and didn't bring in professional security, some people that look like them to help out, to help keep right. the structure things. Because I understand, you know, you're cool, you can feel like you got clout, but when you're dealing with a lot of people, especially young people, things can get out of hand and unruly and it's hard to get maintain order. You know, so one of the uh, friends or older brothers or whatever the case may be, uh, known, strapped up individual, was like, you know, I'm gonna make sure that it'd be cool here. You know what I mean? Such situation, you know. But when you're dealing with large numbers of people, you know, and I know that because I, you know, I got a security company mm-hmm. and I, I, I worked events like you, you got to have some professionals around. Got to have some people. Got to have some people that know how to look Trained. for things. Trained, right? right exactly. And 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 it's not enough to be brave. Right. And you can't be like you know. Regardless of what an individual might do in their personal time while you're working, you're protecting other people's lives, you got to be clear-headed. can't be smoking. You can't be drinking. You can't be, you know, swayed by the big booties that's walking by or the music or dancing. I mean, you got to be on point when you're dealing with people's lives. And I think that was a big mistake that happened. And, you, you know, not really just having it regulated. So long story short, man... Um, Five people end up getting killed. Thirteen, I pe- know. thirteen people got shot. Thirteen young people, and when I see young people, I say uh, twenty-five and under because you know we OGs up in yep. here. You know what I'm saying? Cuckoo! How you say? <laughs> we OGs oh, up geez. in here. You know, so twenty-five and younger. You know, um, thirteen people got hit. Five got killed. Man, and it's just a major. It's loss. so sad, man. It's so sad. And in Arenda, so let me tell you. Murders don't happen in Arenda. And one murders do not happen in Arenda like that. And one of them, I was—I mean, a few of them, I was—I I was definitely close to. But one, I was real close. Mm. My boy, it was his son. We just buried mm. his other son, mm. you know. And um, you know, the daddy's a gangster. I'm not gonna get all into it because me and him real cool. And like I said, he's a gangster. <laughs> he's active, like we you know what I mean. Not like that. Like it. you know, we gonna I mean? leave it at that. Like, that know, reality is that, is true. You know, we are we are we are of the same cloth. Let me say right. that. You know, once upon a time, I'm on my path. He's on his path. Yeah, definitely supports me in trying to create peace to save the youth out here. I will say that. Yeah, you know what I mean. He might not be on that same path, but he does support it. He's not. You know, some people, some of the people out there, man, really don't like what I'm doing because I'm messing with. Their function, you know. Man, what I mean? talk about that for a minute. Ooh, do I got to get into that. I, it's important because I think you know, like for me, and I'm, I'm, ner- just I'm nervous. About, <laughs> nah, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm just cool. gonna be honest though. Yeah. Like, I think that people who are listening don't understand the, mini- the what it means to do the work that you do. Yeah. Like on one hand, I think people be like, oh man, I'd love to work with kids and, you know, right. keep Johnny off the street and tell <laughs> Sally, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be okay. We're going to teach you some coding, right. you know? Um, but I don't think that people understand not just all the dynamics, but the toll that the work you do takes on you and what it takes to do what you're doing. Go continue. Right. So, I mean, you know, like I was saying, uh, you know, a lot of people... I don't want to say a lot of people, but there's a great number of individuals who don't like what I'm doing, don't respect, kind of hate on it because let's just say you're building an army 
to do some bad things, and I'm telling the people in your army they shouldn't do that. Right, you know, you, know you could just get a job, bro. Right, you could do you, better. You know, you like, could go you know to college, right, and most of it could get paid for. Right, and it's like I'm telling like these dudes that you're following behind or you're rocking with when the, when the ish hits the fan, they're not going to be there. They're never going to have they're your not, back. They're bro. not going to be there, and they might a little bit, but nobody's going to check on your moms every day. Hey. No, nobody's going to be walking your sisters to school. Nobody's going to be inside the house making sure uh, the bad uh, stepdaddy's not touching on your little yes, sister bro. and stuff of that nature. Like, and people don't think you know about I mean? that when they you think you can, hard. You can wear you can wear a free meat t shirt all you want to, man. But if you're not helping my grandma with them groceries, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to do. Then it's like you know, because if I'm I'm putting in this work for the hood or and for you and for the homies and for the big homies, and yeah. I go to jail or I get killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. This might be some tattoos. It might be some shirts. Might some be a drinking. Quick make YouTube it loud. Video one time. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? All that might even make a song about me, man. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm still gone, and my family need me, bro. I'm still gone, and my family need me. And if you really care about me, man, you would have helped me prevent from that. So not like, even, yeah. So and basically, it, and it's what a lot you're of, saying is there's some street dudes who 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 are and frustrated they, and they're dangerous. with the impact of your work. And them some dangerous dudes. You know what I mean? These dudes is getting money. You know they what I'm saying? Real, I'm talking about real money. They got guns. They, yeah, got, they got bags. They got soldiers. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a little old me. But it's like, I got my respect. Right. You know what I mean? For what I done did, I was one of them dudes. So, you know what I mean? It's a right. It's a little, right. you know what I mean? I don't, what's that called? You know what I mean? When it's like stalemate kind of like yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Stalemate, to a, to, yeah. a cert, to a certain degree. You know what I mean? I respect the code of conduct though, but it'd be like, I'd be getting, like I was just at this thing this weekend and, uh, you know, fundraiser for one of them individuals from Arenda who passed away. Yeah. Came to show my support and, and love for the family and and the loss and everything. And the young homies was there. It was turned up. And, I'm, you know, I'm a young unk. Don't get it twisted. I say the OG stuff, but I'm a young unk. I just hey. fly in here. I be listening to the rap. I be turned up with them and all. You don't listen with to the rap youngsters. music, but. Come on, man. I listen to, you know what I mean, gangster rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who you listening to right now? To be honest with you, I'm off that uh, low beam. Okay. From okay. the towers. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. off that Dex. I'm off that Molly Bow. You youngsters. like that Dex? Come on, man. It's my young. Man, I'm talking about Dex from from uh, from Fillmore. What? Yeah. Who yeah, that is? Nah, you need to lace yeah, me. Yeah, I'm gonna put you up on him. I'm gonna put you up on Dex. You know what I mean? Some some youngsters. You know, I'm off that young boy. Ain't gonna lie, that lonely child. Yeah. I'm off that. Uh, I like Sada Baby. Unfortunately, it's like the most <laughs> ratchet, terrible. Rap music ever Like you know what I'm saying <laughs> When he says he's the young unk He is not playing Oh man for real Have you listened to Sada Baby yet? No bro. Oh, You are gonna like Hate it and love it At the same time For real Cause he's just like Killing every nigga ever <laughs> Like my <laughs> Like he's what? like, yeah. It's Steve from Detroit. He's D Gr T Grizzly's homie. They all yeah. they're part of that same act. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think he's a blood Damu. You know what I mean. He real big. He real like. You know what I'm saying. And it be so many. Like I've been tripping off that too. I, I don't want to get too far off. Like how they just like make killing and like the most heinous stuff so melodic. That's why I couldn't and, watch Dex Osama. I was and, and so and, was and so like down. I'm like gigging and I'm like I'm like you know what I'm saying it's like jigging like I'm a kid living like you know what I'm saying it's been like <laughs> but I'm like yeah hey, like you know what I'm saying I'm like, I'm like he, you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm off that uh uh what's this boy name Hey, blood. Joe Moses I was I was I was listening to Dex Osama album. last time I worked in the hall blood 
And I was like, this is hella dope, but it's too dark. I was like, but I can't. Not that dark. It's hard, but, but no. But I'm saying like, I remember a couple years ago, I was driving with my son and I was playing like some old school Spice One because I was over there off Tennyson in the stack. You know what I mean? I was like, let me put in some Spice One for you. Play it. And I was listening to it and I was like, but I was raised on maniacal ass music that is not okay, bro. Like, like, and, and like my son, I could see his face was like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm swerving, I'm swerving down Patrick Street like it's hot. And I'm like, right. I really need to rethink I'm off the that. value of my music when I was young. But Spice One is still dope to me. I'm listening Spice to Spice One. Spice One's the One's... hardest. Come on, man. Platinum OG. I'm still playing Platinum OG. No, but... man. I'm off the 187 Pures, man, and Proof and Come on, all that. Bro. I know that. hard. I know them word for word. Those, Those were hard. Them dudes were so far ahead of their time. It's Those not were even hard. Funny. Oh, you didn't got me mixed. We talking about hip hop. That's how you do it. You good. We talking about hip hop, the state of the union. We're going to talk about martial arts in a minute. I don't, That's even, right. know, I don't even know about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you I, good. I don't you even good. train, but we're about right. to have that conversation. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm off the uh, no cap is cool right now. He's a yeah. youngster. Um, he got a song called Ghetto Angels. That's hard. And a lot of yada. I'm off them dudes. I got to make sure, you know what I mean? Um, but a lot of these dudes, like Young Boy, Kevin Gates, kind of like Kevin Gates is so fresh that, to right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean by really putting their feelings out there and yeah. really like saying some stuff, like yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah, I'm a gang, but I'm doing this, but I'm doing it because I'm in pain and and on Lonely Child, Young Boy, he said, man, he said, man, I pay for therapy. You know what I'm saying? My thoughts get ahead of me. Like he yeah. really like you know what I'm saying. He put it out there, like man, and I and I spoke on that in the summit too, like. You know, you know, all this stuff is going on and I'm having some thoughts in my mind and I'm like, man, maybe might need to get some therapy, dude. Like, this stuff, like, yeah. you know, the thoughts. I got PTSD right now. Bro, you know I, I, mean? I, I got a therapist. I be having visions and all kind of stuff, you know, because I've been through so much, you know. I think but, therapy's what's up and, and actually, like, you would think it doesn't work, but but it works. I, in fact, I will it say works. one it of the works best if you things. Work it. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna tell you like this: this year, specifically, mm -hmm. from this year to last year, was one of my toughest years ever right. on this earth. I know. And therapy was crucial. Therapy and talking to Uncle Damien. And talking to ah, Uncle Damien. I'm boy. trying to get my heartbeat props. Nah, I'll never get no heartbeat props, man. Let the, let the young OG get some heartbeat props. I'm gonna get myself some heartbeat props. Heartbeat props going out to uh, Uncle. Damien. Just being there from like, oh, like <laughs> so shady. You know, I'm a big fan, man. That's why you know what I mean. That's why I'm always honored to be on this podcast because you provide so much value and information for people, man. If they really listen, and you authentically you. So thank you for that. No, thank you, man. No, but uh, lot, but like I was saying, like I was at the um, I was at the cookout, the fundraiser this weekend, and I'm like, I'm turned up. I'm young OG with the yep. with, with the youngs, but I see some of like some of the other dudes that's like in my age bracket. Like, yeah. they know me, I know them, but we ain't like that. But they not really feeling like feeling what I'm doing. Like, way right. you know, everybody's like support the community, right? Do good for the kids, but some of these cats they know. Like, I'm taking these Dude, you're basically kids away from them. The you know kids what I mean? and that kid is their money, right? And then sometimes you know. 
in their mind, because I don't think this at all. I don't right. think this is not. In their mind, they think like, oh, he think he better than us because right. he changed. Or this nigga think he's slick. Or they like, he lying because they know me from before. Right, from the West. They well, like, uh, so he like, used to be like that. Now right. he's trying to say the hood. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, he, he's yeah. still, that's still paradise, man. Pimping, man. Yeah. He, he got some, got something up his sleeve, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Type of situation, which I don't. So you got people like that, and it's like, you know, I'm not afraid because I stay prayed up, and I know people are praying for me. I'm praying for you. But I, but, I, but I know everybody's not happy, but there are some people who are, you know what I mean? Because they realize things have to evolve, and like, you know, yeah. some, 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 some of the Gs realize they're in the position they're in because they didn't have an Uncle Damien, and that's why I do what I do. Yeah. And, and, you know, not to, and, and shout out to all of my Gs who, who got my back, who showed me love, because it is a lot of them too. Yeah, like some of the dudes fun. who in it, like, it's never too late to change, but in some people's minds, they think that it's too late for the change, or they're just stuck in their lifestyle yeah, and they like can't do it. Me. Right? This is me. And like you know, a lot of pimp dudes, a lot of pimp dudes is like that because they're, it's hard to like you know to contradict that lifestyle because it's really easy to rationalize that in your mind. Yeah, that could yeah, be a whole right. other podcast because I rationalize the lifestyle in my mind so many times. Man, the government, this, this mm-hmm. and that, and you know what I mean? I had so many yeah. rationalizations in my mind until I was in prison I had to stop and really think and go through it and like realize like, no, it's just all me. Yeah, It's up to me what I want to do. That's and, and realize that there's other things that I could be doing and that I was capable of doing. Yeah. What is the highest you know manifestation what I mean? of you, bro? Come on, and man. And this is it. And this is why you're important to the Bay. This is why I have you on Bishop Chronicles, bro. And this is why I really try to support what you do because you know there's a lot of levels to this help you know yeah. there's there's the actual doing of the work there's the lack of funding for it mm-hmm. right like it's hard for Ooh, brothers like you hard. to get your due it's hard right it's hard for brothers like you to get your due and then in the meantime sometimes they be having straight unadulterated clown people <sighs> Getting full blown running shit, lifestyle changing checks. You know what be happening? It'd be funny. They get they put these big people in these positions and all this kind of stuff. You know what's mm. one of the first things they do? Mm. The people that they put in these positions to do this stuff, mm. they call me. Yeah. So now that I've gotten right. three million dollars, right. I'm gonna call the person who actually makes this happen. Right, uh, Uncle Damien. <laughs> right. Can you come in for uh, a croissant, brother? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. you know what I'm saying? And you're like, what? Man. Right. It's crazy. And so but. this is a problem, man. This is a problem. Like, um, again, one of the reasons I have you on here is so, and let me say right now, if you are a school where there are at-risk issues, where you have at-risk kids, where gun violence and physical violence is a problem, you need to bring Uncle Damien to your school. But you also need to bring your checkbook. And you need to give him what he deserves. You understand what I'm talking about? Um, You know, it is a big problem in education that those in these positions, many of those people in these positions who get really meaningful funding, et cetera, et cetera, always say that they need people like Damien, that they need people like OGDs, that they need, you know what I'm saying, a lot of these kind of people in their given cities. And then they'd be like, but we have no budget. And so I'm telling you crazy? to stop. And doing they don't that. got no budget on purpose because it's systemically set up like exactly, that. Exactly, right? You know what I mean? And so it's like if you got to reach out to the local businessman or woman in your area to say, to hey, sponsor. we need to get Uncle Damien out here. I don't care what the school is doing. Then get involved in that. If you have the money yourself and be like, you know what? I'm going to fly you out, Uncle Damien, and break you off X amount. Then get active in that. But what I'm saying is 
a lot of the people in these positions, they really don't know what they're doing. Or they do know what they're doing, and that's part of why they're keeping the cash the way they're keeping it. But what I'm saying is, irrespective of how we got to this point, we have to be willing to change it. We have to be willing to like really take a radical action to change the course of this ship because our collective children's education is collapsing. And, and if you could even really see these kids incarcerated for a day, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to sleep well. You know, the only reason you can sleep is because you can't see it. Ooh, bars. I got many. That was real talk, though. And that'd be one of the things, too, because, like, when I see these kids, man, I think, like, that's me right there. I look at them and I'll be like, that's me. Or that could be my son. And I think about it, too, because I was around a lot of mayhem in the name of hip-hop when I was young. Mm -hmm. I was running around. (laughs) <laughs> Fillmore I was running around Swampy Desert I was running around Hunter's Point I was running around Double Rock I was running around All these places And I never got shot I never You know what I'm saying Like but I could've I could've got jacked So much could've happened to me Right, right? And I had homies who had guns Homies who who, who was moving weight homies, And I still Nothing ever happened I only believe that happening Because I was so purely In it for hip hop I think God was like Boy You are really out of pocket Really Get off the street <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like right. I really got touched By an angel hell of times but clearly everybody don't get touched by an angel a and lot I, of people get killed a lot of people do time man, i got touched by an angel so many times it's not even funny and didn't even recognize it till i was just sitting still right that's why that's the beauty of meditation and i'm glad that you you push that real heavy but you know i've been shot five times you know uh, i was sentenced to 10 years in prison uh i've been in you know a few fatal car accidents i was just in a motorcycle accident you know and i walked away lightweight unscathed i got these scars but i'm still here and then it's like i know people who been bit by mosquitoes and died isn't it crazy you know what i mean got shot like in their leg the side of their leg and died you know what i mean so like i'm here so i have to you know what i mean live up into that purpose or whatnot you know whatever it may be and i feel it that's my calling you know but you know, you have to pay attention to those signs because, you know, that next one might not be a warning. It hey, might, man, exactly. That might be it, you, you know? know what I'm saying? In the last two years, I almost died twice. Yeah. In May of 2018, I had H. pylori virus almost bleed me out. I was like 24 hours away from death, got two blood transfusions and beat it. And came okay. back stronger than ever. Came back, boy, you know what I'm saying? I they don't call you. me the Black Cortez killer for no I reason. See you. you know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? Uh, But really, uh, the boy almost went all the way out. I had all kinds of spiritual and mental experiences after that. Came out, had to deal with a lot of like physical recovery, mental recovery, you know what I'm saying? Spiritual recovery. So you had the the, the knowledge and the know-how to recognize it for what it was and then make yourself better. The young homies in the hood don't got that, man. One of the little homies in the hood just got shot, you know what I mean? And he survived. So, you know, we go into that... Teflon Don type right. mentality. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh man. That's when you be like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm unbreakable, fool. Man, I love yeah. Pac, but Pac was like, man, five shots couldn't stop me. I took it and smiled. That ain't everybody. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? And it's like, you know, you got to recognize those signs like, hey, little homie, you made it through that one. Let that be Give your life. And go do something right. Let that now, be your life. Now, the crazy light, part you know? is in August, I almost died again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After I got back from London, boy. I was like, what? Again, fool? And it was funny because I remember I was sitting, I was sitting with my pops and I was like, D, 
didn't I just almost die, bro? We're getting ready to do this again. Man. I said, Pop, how many times is this going to happen? He goes, it's going to keep happening until you die. And I was like, ooh, ooh that's hella game. And I was like, your whole life is really just a series of near misses mm. until they don't miss. And putting yourself, like, doing your best ability to put yourself in the situations where those misses are fewer and fewer. Yeah, you get to, yeah. Not exactly. increasing it. Like, yeah. like you don't want to jump into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, no, but I mean, like, there's a level of gratitude that we have to have, right? And then right now, I'm going to just speak to all the incarcerated youngsters uh, and all the incarcerated adults, man. Like, um, you don't see me as much as you used to, but I still love you. You don't hear my voice as much as you used to, but I'm still speaking to you. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to God, asking God to alleviate your stress, to help you be your biggest and brightest and best self internally and outwardly. And, um, you know, people like me, people like Uncle Damien, man, like, uh, we, we, we care about you a lot. You know, if you're the parent of, of, of a youngster who is incarcerated, I'm praying for you. If you're an incarcerated parent, I'm praying for you. And know that people like me and people like Uncle Damien are doing all that we can to be there emotionally uh, uh, and in any other way that we can be for your kids because we know how hard it is. Definitely know how hard it is. You know, today, uh, like I said earlier, is my daughter's birthday. She's 20. But like I said, man, she had to do... 10 birthdays without me. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand that struggle. Uh, we're still going through it. We're still working our way out of it, but there is hope. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a light mm -hmm. at the end of the tunnel. You know, stay focused on that light and push through no matter where you at. You know, I believe in you wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Go look at any one of my my pages, man, you know, man, my, my, I try to let, that's what I try to do. People like be on me, about me, posting so much stuff. I'm trying to let my, my love and my passion bleed out through yeah. that. Like, you know what no, I'm saying? Keep doing it, man. Bleed from my phone, see from my videos. life to your phone to like everything. Like, oh, I got, I got more coming. I want to see more videos. I want, I want to see more speech clips. I'm shout out more to Fab. Segments. You know, I saw you did that event with Fab not too long yeah, ago. Fab, shout out to Unk the Hunk. Everybody that came out there. Uncle Hunk. You go check out that video on YouTube. Uncle Damien Speaks YouTube. Yeah. Going viral right now. It's blowing. You know what I mean? You know, I'm trying to drop motivational speaking videos like rappers drive rap videos. Yeah, mixtapes, boy. And I'm Remix. coming and I'm, and I'm coming like that. Like, Every, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, um, you know what, blood? You know what I was thinking about, blood? What? I'm not even playing, blood. We need to go to London, bro. We need to go speak to the young people because they be out there stabbing each other, boy. They got a whole nother music scene out there called Grime. Stab, Grime stab, stabby. Hey, blood. They be wilding out there, blood. I think, I think like, you I got to tighten up these little, kids out here. A little hip hop, man. a little hip hop chess, you know what I'm saying? A little, mm -hmm. a little Uncle Damien could, could sprinkle them with some game. I'll slide you know out there. I'm not afraid. You know what I mean? They got a lot of Jamaican the, gangsters the out there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of uh, 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 Somalian gangsters, a lot of Nigerian gangsters, a lot of Afghan gangsters. That's another bro. level of gangster. Like, that's what I'm With saying. That My international young people out there. Intrigue sprinkled in it, boy. Oh, man. 
You know what I'm saying? I with a passport. Them dudes, them dudes are speaking two, three different languages Cutting on you. Cutting between countries hella quick, bro. Come on, man. You ain't out here doing nothing, bro. <laughs> There's a whole other level nothing. of gangster. You out here bro. bipping, bro. Yeah. You breaking into cars, man. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. dudes... Smuggling gold bars. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really do want to. I really do want to do something with you in in London. Man, um, I'd at be some honored. point, that's no joke. You know what I mean? I'd Shout out honored. to the whole London posse scene. And my whole hype is like, what's the point, man? If it if it ain't like you know, focus on handling your business and being patient for the future, man. That's one of the biggest things we got. Yeah, the lack of patience and discipline, man. If we could master that. Oh man, we'd be so great. Whole game be different, bro. We'd be so great. Whole man. game be different, man. But everybody wanted today, right now, right now. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, and I understand, and you know, and I'm coming. Us for us is my new organization. This is my first time saying it publicly. Us for us. I'm creating my bro. own organization. I've been supporting all these other organizations, just living uh, and learning. Yep. You know, from all these great masters like the Bishop of Hip Hop himself. Nah, he all these individuals it, create these great organizations, and I'm trying to mesh it. So I got us for us coming. Us for us connective I'm services. Excited about that. Connective services and mentorship, man, because that's what I've been seeing on the streets. What's been going on? Because I'm out here. You yeah. know what I mean? In the grit and grime of it, you know what I mean, and and that's what I'm seeing. These young people need to be connected to good services, yeah, and have some mentorship to go along with it. So yeah. that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to provide. That's beautiful. I feel like that's my my link, my lane, because I don't claim to be, you know, all this and all that. I'm getting a lot of uh, praise for stuff, and I'm honored and I appreciate it. Matthew twenty three eleven, it said, "The greatest among you shall be your servant." Mm. And I'm just a servant of the mm. people, man. Don't ever get it misconstrued mm. about me talking about myself or putting up pictures of me looking extremely handsome because I. I am handsome ladies. You are a good looking uh, man. You <laughs> it's are. a blessing. You but you know what I'm saying? Man. It's all about the people, man. I'm a servant of the people. So, you know, um, I'm going to be connecting and vetting all of the nonprofit organizations and the resources in San Francisco starting off and throughout the Bay and then hopefully California, the country, you know how it goes, the nation, and connecting people with the right services. You know what I'm saying? And getting them some mentorship. I'm working on um, certifying myself so that I can certify mentors mm -hmm. the way that I see fit. Because everybody's got their thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Their way of doing it. And I, and, you know, and I know me and the way I'm doing it. And it's just like, you know, I might be might be me. It might be my thing is music. I'm doing a lot of stuff with the youth, uh, with a lot of these shows and stuff yep. through Sunday streets in livable cities. Shout out to them, uh, Katie and them over there and yep. Bayview, Bayview Live and Project Level and all of them yep. with the music and stuff. But your thing might be chess and jujitsu. Like, it yep. might be the kids that gravitate to that, yep. gravitate to my program. I don't care. Long well, as whatever we, we got to do, whatever we got to do, streets, whatever we got to do, man, I'm trying to get them, you know what I mean, keep them alive and free. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Marshall say, you know what I'm Shout saying? out to Joe Marshall. I'm trying to keep him alive and free. That's all I'm trying to do. And Joe Marshall, particularly speaking of Joe, he don't particularly like me in the way that I do it. Not me. I'm not going to say bro? What me. Happened, bro? Because I'm thugged out and he got a tie on. Yeah. But I love him to death. Little generation you know gap, saying? but it's going to be all right. right. And he know that's the big homie. All, yeah. You know what I mean? Bow down when I when yeah. he come through your town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I need to do it the way that I need to do it to get them to the, you know what I mean? You know, I talk to kids and stuff like that, but if it gets Joe deep. Joe Marshall's got to be Joe and you got to be Right. You. When I it understand. gets deep, deep, I get them to the right person. Like if I get a kid, let's say, and it happens quite often more than you would think, thug, young thugs, who's talking about taking their own life. The world is pressure, man. It's hard. I know. It's hard. 
You know what I'm saying? It's hard on me. And I'm a dog, 41 to be hard. Yeah. So I know it's hard on them. That's why I try to help relieve it sometime, a little stuff. You know what I mean? And they be talking to me about that. But I know I'm not a clinician. I know I'm not qualified to right, deal so with that man. I point him to that service. I bro. get him to the right people. Yeah. I get him to the right people. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With yeah. the quickness. Just boom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, I know. But you know, if it's in my lane, then you handle if it I get yourself. A, if, right. I get a, if I get a little young dude who might. Came from the burbs, you know what I'm saying? With a little glass on, might be a little, little nerdy cool dude. You're talking about me, I'm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a nerdy I'm, cool dude I'm, from the burbs. I'm, wow. I'm, 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 I'm gonna hand him off to the, to the bishop of hip hop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might not rock with me and my youngsters like how we do it. But we all get to the same issue, we're all to the right. same goal. I got a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I be tapping them in sometimes. And some of my nephews, my little thugger nephews, they be like, man, that's one of your nephews, too. I'm like, yeah, bro, I got to <laughs> It's they a be, wide spectrum. They be like, it's cool. They be like, it's cool. Like, professor, man, I just talked to him before he came here. A young Asian kid. Like, you would never think, like, I mean, he would, we were be tight as we are. We yeah. cool. That's my boy. That's my little secret soldier. Yeah. He work over there at K1 Speed right now. He was went through juvenile hall though. Wow. Mom, single mom, you know what I'm saying? He was in the group or all that, but he rock with me though. That's you know what I mean? But he got his own personality. Yeah. And when I get him around some of the other little homies, they don't understand him. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And they like, this dude, this dude's kind of weird, but he's actually hella cool, hella sharp. He's going to be one of the dudes that's going to employ some of the kids that I work with in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I got some nephews like that and I feel them like that. They're going to be, they're going to remember Uncle Damien. They're going to be like, some of them kids yeah. that man come, I got jobs for them. No, you know what I'm saying? Man. Stuff, that's And that's beautiful. what I'm trying to create. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying that's to create for not us. for now, for 20, 20 years from now. Us for, the, us for us, connective services and mentorship. Man, and us beautiful. is just all of us, man. Everybody know how I feel. Like, you know, it'd be predominantly young brothers, but that'd just be who I'm around and that's who I look like and who reach out for my help. I help who reach out for me. They, they, yeah. they reach out for me, but it's anybody. I'm the same it's way. It's anybody. Man. You know I, what I'm saying? I got, Geo, I got, a, got Geo, Professor. I got a lot of little yeah. other... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nephews who not black. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like rock some of the kids that I'm into right and now, nephew, rock like, lean, you know? some of them got like bright blue eyes and blonde right. hair. Most like definitely, you wouldn't yeah. even know that they know me. Right, bro. exactly. Like you wouldn't even know that they know me. You know what I'm saying? Some of them, <laughs> right. some of them are just like straight. Super thug. They're almost like invisible kids. Like they'd just be mm -hmm. on the train. You wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? Right. And then an, another kid is like. And then be the ones. In it. You know what I'm saying? In, in it. it. And you know when you see them, they in it. You know, so, you know, mm -hmm. uh, my head and my heart is open to help anybody, man. Like, Boy, if you likewise. ever hear me use the phrase, and I've said this before, likewise. if you ever hear me use the phrase, our children, I really mean our children. I don't Amen. just mean black children. I mean any child on this earth because right. I recognize that. You know what I'm saying? And I know you was just speaking on the Bible a minute ago. You know, one of, one of my favorite lines out of the Bible, it says... Uh, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, That's Big what the got that in, are, man. Big Rudy got that in the UP Center. Big yeah, on the it's wall. It's a big deal, man. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. And, uh, you know, thank you for being a peacemaker, and thank you for being on Bishop Chronicles, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. it, man. I wasn't always a peacemaker, man, so I got to go hard. That's why, I, like, you know, I... I feel like I, I did so much, so I got to do so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I should have been doing this. That's why I work twice as hard as anybody else out there. Right. You know, Big Rich, who's the one of the dons, one of the kings of this, he said it himself that I'm the hardest working. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying yeah. that I worked that hard because I should have been doing it for one. And for two, 
our youth deserve it. And three, it's what's needed. Yeah. We need people that's going to go hard. I, I need people out there who's not waiting for five o'clock for the clock yeah. to strike five so they can get off work. Yeah. So they can forget about our young kids. Yeah. Right at five. I'm off. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm yeah, off. Like, yeah. feel me? I'm 24-7. Dish, you already know me. Yeah, me you didn't call bro. me late night on something. I'm like, what I'm blood? doing? I'm like, what I'm doing? I'm over here, man, trying to talk to these yeah, kids. Yeah, like, what are you doing? You know He's saying? like, I just finished feeding the homeless on Skid Row. Right. <laughs> in Los Angeles. Right, yeah. I'm like, blood, it's three in the morning. I'm like, yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Nah, for real. And it's funny, too, because like sometimes I'll be up late. And then, like, a kid will just be like, right. like yo, I'm hella sad right now. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, what's up? You know what I mean? And you're great for that because I hit you. Like, every time I talk to you, too, man, you make me feel better man. about moving on to my next movement, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Because, like um, you said, it weighs a toll. Like, now I don't got to just worry about just, like, the OG thugs mad at me. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole bunch of stuff. I got, you know, everybody's not going to be happy. I got some parents that's mad about that I'm not going with exactly what they're saying, how to yeah, do it. Like, yeah, that took her in. Like, she wanted me to bring him in, but I would never, ever do that. Not because I don't agree that it might help because I just can't be that dude. Like, I'm in the community. You will never get back to the community be like, man, Uncle Damien took me and locked me up sne <laughs> sneakily. Like, hell no. Nah. Like, no kid will ever, ever talk to me again. Yeah, you no, I'm saying? the same way. Bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, so I was like, I'm like, listen, you know what I mean? I'm like, you got to find another route. It ain't going to be me. Hey, but you know there was one saying? time at O'Connell. Even though kidding. I believe Juvenile does rescue some people sometimes. You know what I mean? There was a young homie who got caught up in something, but and I, an awkward situation happened. I ended up delivering this dude to the cops unknowingly. Oh. Unknowingly. <laughs> right. And so he was in the clink for hella years, but oh, And no. he got out. And one day I was at like a community event. Oh, no. And he was there. Huh. He was there. About and if you could have seen his face, he was like, Deece, <laughs> blood. He about to shank He was you, about bro. to get me, blood. <laughs> so look, I was getting ready to get my talk. And he walked in the room. Mm. And I said, hey, man, what's up? He was like, what's up? Nothing. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I was like, hey, let me talk to you outside, blood. I took him outside. I was like, listen to me. I know the last time that you saw me, you went straight to the clink. I said, listen to me. <laughs> that funny. <laughs> I, right. I said, because it was a super serious moment. Right, I right. was like, listen, I had no idea what was going on. I said, I need you to understand. I didn't know that anything was going on. And I said, I saw you a few days before. And based on the way you look, you look like you had been caught up in something, but I didn't know what it was. I legit didn't know. Right. And so when... They told me to come get you out of class and bring you downstairs. I thought you were going to the principal's office. I didn't know. Per, per use. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I didn't know who was down there and I didn't know what they wanted you for. And I said, I'm just letting you know because like, I wouldn't have done that to you, bro. Right. I wouldn't have done that to you. And if you could have saw his face change, he was like, okay, because he could see the sincerity. He was so happy. You that, know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And I was like, and I'm sorry, but I said, I just would have never done you like that. But he stayed for my class. He loved it. We chopped and it was beautiful. Teacher, what style is that? Your master learned.